Yo, what's going on, people? Welcome to another episode of the Undefeated Podcast. The only podcast with two undefeated fighters. Chatting it up. Listen, before we go any further, please like and subscribe. Leave a comment when you've enjoyed the show. If you've enjoyed it, tell a friend. If you haven't, <laughs> see you later. <laughs> that is it. That is what we are saying now. But no, seriously, people, turn on notification bells to know when we are live because we will be live on Saturday. Yeah, we're doing the fight, so they need to know. Conor Ben is stepping into the ring, and we—I feel like we have a personal relationship with Conor Ben at this That's point. That's why we have to turn up. Of course, we'll crushing be there. it in the gym, fam. crushing it in the gym, crushing it. Tell him, Tony, bro. When he steps into the ring, we'll be right there, live watching along. So come and watch with us. Make sure you're there with us. There you go. Again, listen, subscribe. You know, not for real. Because people watching our show, I feel. Do you know? What I feel it's like it's like going into a shop, yeah, and just. Opening sweets and just eating in the shop and leaving. Subscribe, fam. Subscribe. That's it. That's it. I'm talking to you lot. Subscribe, please. Just That's so, all. Let's just have a little. Let's have a little introduction to all the new listeners because we got a wave of new subscribers and fam. followers this week. Eddie Hearn shouted us out, and all Eddie of a sudden, Hearns. I saw the numbers spike. I was like, oh snap! Yeah, yeah. That that we got the um, Eddie Hearn stimulus pack. Like, oh, um, yeah. oh yeah, like um, something Hatton. What's that young Hatton kid? Campbell Hatton. Like Campbell Hatton, fam. We got that one, We fam. got the pay-per-view spot. <laughs> Trust me, it felt amazing. Nah, for real, just want to, like, you know, just introduce a new, the new listeners, new subscribers. This podcast here, as yeah. far as in the boxing space, I don't know how to describe our energy, but I will say it's unique. It's very different. <laughs> this, I think that's the best way to describe us. We are very different. Just imagine getting into a barber shop. Mm. There's going to be things that you agree with in the barber shop. There's things that you don't agree with in the barber shop. But you can make yourself hurt. So you can call in on a Monday, Monday night smoke, Monday and night say, smoke. "Listen, you man, you're chatting shit," and we'll listen to what you're saying and clap back. Or just apologize. It's important. But the thing is, what I like about our show is that it's just unbiased. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If we see something crazy, we're calling it out. Yeah. We don't, yeah, you know I mean, we don't let we don't let things linger. Even if we love the fighter, we'll call him out if he starts acting crazy. And I think that's what sets us apart from That's him. what sets us apart. <laughs> we will not again, we are not following the script. Again, like Joe Joyce. Love Joe Joyce. That costume, out. disgusting. Rageous. <laughs> Get it off, <laughs> AJ. Probably one of the one of the best heavyweights in this era, right? In this common era, right now, in terms of just carrying the belts and carrying it with class. But when it comes to his mic work, trash. It is. Bloody hell. Wait, what is it? What? Come on, Anthony Joshua. I just want to say that me and you, bro, <laughs> bro. We're not doing that. We are not doing that. We know exactly because um, we're both lions. And when I fight and then he fights, just want to shout out. We're both lions. Just want to shout out two five eight management doing a great job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing, man. Now for real, we don't. I mean, sometimes you got to step out into the ledge. But listen, I want to pick up everyone that tuned into last week's episode. That Come was on. a real special yeah, one. It's a good episode. Fight <laughs> fixing, fight fixing, and the mob featuring Charles Farrell. Uh, sorry, Farrell. And that was a great conversation because yeah. I was just like. It's nice to hear stuff directly from, you know what I mean, people who were there at the time. Do you know what I mean? So I, I think the listeners appreciated that. And uh, yeah, shout out to Charles for taking the time to chat with us, man. What we'll do as well, you're going to ask me about my tailored tape. Then we can read the comments. All right, cool, bro. What's your tailored tape? Gee, I'm O and O, fam. Never fought, never lost. If I did, someone gets knocked out and it's not me. Just like that. What's your tailored tape, though, big man? I'm 2 and 0, bro. Come on, what do you do? How'd it happen? I got 50% knockout rate. Is that what you did? Half of the men that entered the ring with me, bro. What they happened? left on their backs. Drop a bomb, please. 
respect my ting, bro. I respect your ting, fam. Mm. And right now, I've noticed that they're respecting our ting because the comment section is crazy for this for this last one. The Charles interview, mm-hmm. let's go. So there you go. Said Master says, the things that this guy is saying so casually are playing my mind. This is crazy. And it's true. Yeah. He'll just be saying stuff and he's like, yeah, we'll just create a record for you. Yeah. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> no, yeah, man, bad. you've had eight wins. What? Just How? Out, of the, out of nowhere. Um, I listen. This one make me <laughs> trust me to read this one. Adrian Waters goes big up Travis, who fully understands that cheating goes on in the sport of boxing. The biggest modern day cheat right now is Tyson Fury. Just need to read that straight out the gate. <laughs> hey, listen. Someone goes. Grizzly guy says, I don't know if you guys realize what you've done here. I myself was clueless. This kind of stuff happened um, to this extent at this level. Um, it's mentioned. You guys have already made history, but this is different type of history. I'm definitely buying the book and this vid um, getting sent around to everyone I know in boxing. Legendary-ish for real. Yeah. Thank you so much. That's a lovely comment, man. Uh, Chill out 477 says, such an interesting look into boxing. What an interview. Low life on Audible. Yeah, man. Get that if it's on there. If not, buy the real book. <laughs> Drop them up, please. <laughs> that's how we do the art. That's how we do our marketing, fam. Go buy it, fam. <laughs> Just like that. Bro, you gone. You can read one more comment and we'll let's keep it moving. All right, cool. Um where we at? Where we at? Where we at? Oh, this one made me laugh. FH said, Did he say he started smoking at free? Outrageous. Yeah, I wanted to tell someone. I wanted to call someone for that moment. Three. But then easy thinking. Like that's mad. I hate you, but right now my son is free, and I just look at him. I think to myself, <laughs> a cigarette in these little fingers. That's crazy. <laughs> little stodgy little hands. Mad soft, mad soft, and he got a bird. Nah, 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 nah. He was. Oh, that's an. That was. A, that was an exaggeration. That was an exaggeration. Yeah, it must have been at least seven, man. There's yeah, no yeah. Way you it's, got that it's a, seven is young as well, Bro, but back in know, the day, you know it was kids wild. Fingers all just feel soft, even in the palm of their hands. You yeah, mean, yeah. A cigarette is in that, and he's doing this one. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. We failed his parents. We failed his parents. Uh, <laughs> he's in man. the room. Anyway. Just next to the toys and that. That's outrageous. Right. Uh, oh, for crying out loud. Shit. Just showed us a picture Someone of, showed of us a child smoking. A child smoking. Yeah. Let's move on. Uh, Joe Joyce. Joe Juggernaut Joyce. Juggern- Juggernaut. Juggernaut is such a perfect nickname for this brother. It's perfect. When, again, he, he must have always known. He must have always known because let's, we obviously, we, we started with jokes. There was a lot of banter about the way he was dressed. And I don't want to. I don't want to focus on that just now. I want to focus on actual the fight. What I can say about Joe Joyce is, again, I do like to liken to Foreman. I do say that, that. I think there's a lot of similarities to Foreman, yes. but I've, I don't want to overplay them only because I think sometimes we we watch one fight of a person and we lock them into this narrative, or, okay. or we lock into a narrative that's been around a fighter. Like for example, with AJ, people say, "Oh, he's big and he's stiff." They're yeah. not accepting that AJ's changed since those old days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Foreman, because Ali called him a mummy and stiff and all that kind of stuff, it's it just stayed. It stayed. Whereas if you actually go back and look at Foreman, Foreman wasn't like, Foreman was 6'3". Yeah. That was big back then. Mm-hmm. Foreman wouldn't probably be a monster today. You see what I'm saying? Foreman was a big guy. He was athletic though. But I'm talking about the way Especially, he did it though. Like Foreman part one. Yeah. Because I divided his career up because he retired young and then came back and was yeah, old yeah. as a champ. Still one. Part one, Afro Foreman. That guy was ripped. They weren't like awkward. He was yeah. a bit, you know what I mean? A bit stiff, but 
he could let off a shot, a snappy yeah. shot. He was still a bit more. Joyce is probably like the bigger version that slowed down of Foreman. Yeah, but when you say Foreman with a snappy shot, yeah, I'm like, no, no, oh, no. When Foreman snappy. let a shot go, like it was still, it, it was. If you compare him and Joyce highlights, you'd watch yeah. it back and you'd be like, okay, I don't know, it's not the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I get what people I, are, and that's all I'm to. doing. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah. doing because it, obviously there's George Foreman. Should there should be a lot more respect on his name. And Joe Joyce has not done Foreman stuff yet. Oh, at no, all. but just, it's just you know style. I mean? so it's just style. style. Yeah, there we go. What, what I do like is that it's that thing. And I hope he grows in the confidence because I look at him at the early, you know, when Canelo was growing in confidence and getting into fights and he's like, okay, I'm going to break you with this body shot. I'm even watching videos of Canelo showing people how to throw devastating oh, body yeah, shots. He's, he's, you know, when he's teaching him, he's like, no, like. If Canelo's in the gym with you, he's coming over at some point to just go. Baby, baby, you want <laughs> no, but he's coming over to show. Listen, you see my left hook to the body, yeah, yeah, yeah. No one does it better than me. I, literally, it, it like, and he's, he's just he's so, showing them exactly yeah. where it is, and it's like, hit it here, life will be great for you. And I think he's now he knows that at any moment in a fight, I'm gonna throw that shot. And I feel that for um, for Joe Joyce. Walking into fights now, he should be starting to say to no, himself, but Joe, yeah, but Joe "I can Joe walk is, you down." Yeah, that's his thing. Is I like, can, I, walk, I you can down, walk you down, I'll but, you but confidence, the confidence though, because he's been doing it, and we don't know if that that level of confidence has been there at all times. Now he should start to say to himself, "I can walk a few of these men down." Do you know what I think about Joe Joyce? Talk I think me. he is like some like I've said this on Monday Night Smoke. I think he's one of those people that has a different type of genetic makeup yeah and not in the fact where i'm trying to insinuate he's just like an alien or something crazy yeah. like that i'm just saying some people have this like yeah. you see those guys who are like they've got i don't know i don't know what the terms are so if i get them wrong you say me. about ray jones but in terms ray jones has got that um no but like you see how michael phelps doesn't produce lactic acid yeah. Some people are just different with these little random things. Yeah. I think he has that thing that people have where they've got like a thicker skull than others yeah because the shots i see him take the way he takes those shots, yeah. it's not standard in boxing. Yeah. He comes in and he take it flush in the face. Doesn't have that dizzy moment because sometimes you, if you micro watch a fighter's face, yeah. when he takes a shot, there's that little split second of like loose eye contact and then yeah. it zones back in. Yeah. With him, it's like bang, bang, straight. Nothing's deterred. The punches are still coming. Yeah. And it's almost like, this ain't even right. You haven't even processed what I just did to you. Yeah. <laughs> You're still coming. And I feel like he's... You know, he's going to benefit from this in his career. And I look at now and think to myself, it's going to take the top fighters to break that down. Yeah. Gaffi I mean, a lot of these guys well, in the division we, have standard a lot, there's been There's been talks about, you know, it just coming, breaking down over time. You know, I think that's been the theory that we've been playing around with. It's like, you know what, after a while, if he keeps getting that level of punishment, he won't be able to take those shots after some time. The, the resistance um, wanes. You know, but now it's. I feel like he's in a good part of his career. That again, um, Salas is a um, is a Ismail Salas. yeah that has been you know as a as a trainer that people are talking about and stuff. And it's nice to even almost give him his flowers. I do hope that relationship's there. I do hope because I don't want to see him just always take clean shots to the face. I just think that's I don't want to see that. I think that's just going to be him. But if you look at because Salas wasn't in the corner for this fight, so I imagine he might not have been active in the camp. But he was for the Dubois fight. Yeah, um, the Dubois, that, the the version of Joyce that we saw in the Dubois with a bit more head movement, the jab had a bit more effective. Like he was a bit more like the timing was a bit better. So yeah. I just felt like you know he was more equipped for that fight because I think he might respect the Dubois more than he respected Takam. 
do you think he had a point to prove against, you know, he knows that, because we're talking about bringing up his stocks. Do you think that he thought to himself, if I take out Takam, because Takam's been a good name for a lot of these fighters, you know, um, Dylan even fought Takam. No, Chisora. No, that's and it. AJ, yeah. And he gave him that. That was a devastating knockout, right? That's right. AJ fought him as well. So, and these names, they went, they did, they they moved on nicely because Takam is a good name on your on yeah, your Takem, fire register. Takam is a good name. I, I don't, you know, he's not necessarily top level. Those top level, the guys at that, you know, B, C, B level. But B, he's they there. Beat, he's there. Him. Yeah, he's there. About, but it's a nice name to have on your, like to say, yep, yeah, I, I shared the ring with this guy. So now you say to yourself, if I knock him out in such a way, in a devastating fashion, I will look a certain way. So I think he, he, he didn't go with the yeah, he fight plan. He, he's just, he, I think he just went for it. He said, you know, what, let me kind of get this guy out as soon as possible. It was to his own detriment, to be honest with yeah. you, because it mean, you didn't have a plan and it just, it showed. He didn't look like he dominated him. He was down on the scorecard. Yeah. Takam was getting a lot of the cleaner work. Yeah. I think he just knew that it's like, nah, I can take your power. Like, we're not playing for points here. I'm going to stop you. So being honest, his, his, his attempt. So being honest, would you say after that fight, because we always look at fighters on, in a loss or a win, their, their stocks got up and down. Where do you say their stocks went in that fight? I think his stocks went up on the basis that he's now in line to fight AJ and, and Usyk now. Yeah. Like, not on the fact that we now say, oh, he's going to... But we're starting to really respect that there's something abnormal about what he does in the ring. Yeah. Like, technically, you know, you could say he's not sharp, he's not defending, he's not moving his head, but I also haven't seen him rocked. And he's taking shots clean in the mouth. And if... Anything we know about today's era of boxing, stamina issues is a common thing for most guys. So you look at Dillian's stamina in the late stages of a fight. You look at AJ's stamina issues, depending on the fight style he's he's committed to. And you say anybody's vulnerable to, to miscalculating this thing in there with a man who doesn't get tired. Do you know my thing is? I think AJ, I think AJ is best equipped to beat him more yeah. so than, say, someone like a Dillian White, personally. So I don't want to go, I don't want to go there just yet. Yeah, my thing is in terms of if I say about his stocks, I would say they stayed the same. I don't think he went up or went down. I think it was like, I think his, it. his profile stock went up because now more people speak about what Joyce is doing. Okay, yep, all right. Whereas before I'll, I'll, it was, I'll just accept like, that ah, he's just like that Dubois level. Whereas now he set himself apart from Dubois. Yeah, he beat Attackham, and now it's just like, well, how high can he? And get that's to? what I was happy with. It was just the link with um with White. I like that. I like that the public decided. These two next, because right. let's be honest, AJ Usyk and that I don't know when d these two it's would all tied up. It's tied up as soon as AJ. If AJ, do you know how frustrated I'll be with the world here if AJ after this fight goes and fights um, Joe Joyce instead of fighting Fury? I can't see that happening. No, that's what I'm saying. No, but if they said. Boom. Okay, next fight is Fury. Oh, they just, I mean, next fight is Joe Joyce. Yeah, they just vacate the belt. If WBO tried to really be dickheads, remember this? They've they enforced the Usyk fight. So yeah, it's not like they have another chance to just be enforcing mandatory. No, nah, like I think that. they wanted this fight. I think they know that. Um, they know Fury. No, and but they, they they were supposed to fight the Usyk. They tried to enforce that mandatory before the Fury fight. Okay, and a deal was made where it's just like, all right, straight after this Fury fight, we'll yeah. come back to you. So they can't enforce another one straight after that. Yeah. It's mad. So, does um, did do you reckon Joe Joyce had to take step aside money because him and Usyk no. was supposed to get busy at one stage? No, nah, because Usyk got the AJ fight. It, that fight, you know, what I mean, it was just I don't know how. To be honest, I don't even know. I just think these guys they just shifted the markers. I don't think Joyce was interested in the Usyk fight because the splits were garbage. So he probably just thought, you know what, if that's what you want to do, 
Go and go run, and fight run, him. Run, run away. Yeah, 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 yeah. It makes more sense. So back onto the back onto the conversation you were talking about. Who gets it done? Who would handle it better? You you think AJ? I think AJ on the basis of the style wise, right? So when I the reason why I don't rate Dylan White's chances of beating Joyce as he is, yeah, yeah, he's smaller than Joyce, so he's mm-hmm. smaller size wise, and he's shorter. Yeah, the stuff he was able to do against Povetkin, the great jabbing and all that kind of stuff, he's not going to be able to get it done the same way. When you're the smaller man jabbing up the bigger man. Is is it's a trickier task. Yeah. And then you have a man who's just like, I'm just gonna pressure you. Dillian's stamina issues, they might show themselves in round nine or ten. I don't trust that Dillian White has the power to rock. Joyce. And that's the problem, that's the part where I don't where I disagree. Well I think that the power I think that he, he there's that there's the overhands that he throws, yeah. And it's we've seen him hurt AJ. And what happens it. then we've if, seen if Joyce takes it? Because what I'm saying to you is Joyce his ability, his ability to take shots, yeah, and Dillian White's combined with Dillian White's. But we ability, haven't seen him take a shot like this, though. Combined with Dillian White's ability to always be off balance, yeah, is a bad recipe for no. But I'm a saying with Joyce, I, I hear and what you're also, saying. Also, just to counteract again, Dillian White's power could be wo- could be overrated still. I don't think so because when we look at his record, there's a lot of fights where it's like you could have knocked man out, he didn't. Helenius, Marius Wack. I understand Wack ain't been stopped by many men, but yeah. Dave Allen, like. Lucas Brown is not a name where I'd be like, yeah, he stopped Lucas Brown. Come on, bro. Lucas Brown is getting stopped by rugby players at this point. But then, Jesus. But then even the the um, the Chisora stoppage the was something. The Ch- Chisora stoppage was like, is incredible. So how, okay. So and then, what and level is And we know, at? and we know, and he, obviously he's rocked, he's rocked AJ. He has rocked AJ. AJ was visibly dazed in he that rocked, fight. Bro. So he's got, and. Most men he, are going to get rocked. That's what I'm saying. I but believe I'm that saying, he's got. I believe that he has that body snatcher. Just, I think he's appropriately named. The man I'm, is the name the body snatcher, and I do think. I think. I'm just saying that Joe Joyce matchup is not the best for Dillian White, and the reason why I say it's the best for it's better for AJ. AJ and Joe Joyce are same height. Yeah. Right. Size wise, he's probably going to have size on AJ because AJ is adopting to be less bulky as he used to be, which is yeah. better for AJ. But AJ is a great combo puncher. Yeah. And I don't trust Joe Joyce's chin against someone who can maximize combos like that. Okay. Joe Joyce starts getting tagged with them so big uppercuts. Quit on your- them big uppercuts. Like, come yeah. on, you're a human still. Yeah. I just don't think like Dillian White is gonna be better equipped to land a single devastating shot. Yeah. I'm just saying I don't trust that that devastating shot. I see him a little down. not he's not a combination thrower like AJ, but I'll say like a nice a nice three piece. I know that I, I do know that Dylan can throw that. I do know Dylan can throw that. And then the, the the funny thing is, it's just Dylan is good in the he is good in the early rounds. The only thing is he can't where I was looking at this fight is, you know he likes to lean on you and likes to bully and likes he to use his, that off. He ain't gonna get that off. So he's gonna That's have the to, one thing he's that gonna he have won't. to be focused with no lapses. Yeah. And one thing we know with Dylan White is that there are lapses. But do you know what's so good about this? This is why this fight needs to happen. This fight actually needs to happen because it goes different ways, and it's not it's it's not a it's not a guaranteed it's not guaranteed that Joe Joyce wins. But what's gonna happen? There's a lot of question marks in this fight because I know that fight is hundred percent not gonna happen. Why would you say that? Dylan White is on his way to America. He's gonna be on Canelo undercards. He's gonna be building up his American presence because and my my you know I spoke to um um a guy who did a comedy show yesterday. Yeah, a guy who's uh fan of the podcast actually sick yeah i can't remember his name. i think it's andrew i don't even want to disrespect him just quickly just take a look at my my thing because I, I have a look fam andrew yeah, yeah andrew yeah and you know we were speaking about dillian white and he was saying he goes he goes i don't think dillian can handle another loss 
Like and I, I think they know that the the money kind of slows down if he loses again. Yeah. So you take him to America, you start building his profile against guys that new market. Yeah, and start working your way up that side. And I'm looking at, I think to myself, it makes perfect sense because AJ Usyk Fury Wada is all tied up for a, mm. for a little while. Yeah. So let Dillian White get busy and try, start to work in another market and build out there. But you just energy. don't want to have that. You just don't want to have a. Um, a Eubank situation where you got over there, but it doesn't go the way but it you're going needs to, to go. But you're still going over big if you if you're under Eddie. That's true. Eubank was out there, you know, kind of kind of exposed in a lot of yeah, ways. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Really so you couldn't like, really, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what? But you, sorry, just sorry to move the. Co- sorry, go on. Let me no, go. I'm just. I personally, I do want to see. I think it's the right fight. I think Joe Joyce needs it. I think heavyweight boxing needs it. I think. It will get more attention than, than I because I don't think it's that situation that you're saying about this is the last fight and then. Um, no, I'm not saying he's on the last stage of his career. No, like, but like pay, that. you mean pay per view? This is yeah. the last time that people will be interested in pay per view. No, no, I think if you have a if you have a fight that is just amazing, if it's one of the fights that like you know you say you are fight of the year, yeah, we will watch it again. We'll say I want to see you lot mix up again. Yeah, it's one of those situations. Fight, both fighters winning those type of fights. Mm. But I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm talking about getting knocked out again. That's why I'm saying that changes things quite considerably. If that happens at this point, like now, he needs to go on a good tear of wins. Yeah. Because before people start saying, but uh, you're not. You're not really in the chance. For no. AJ but what if we like? Let's say they rock it out, and then um, they both get knocked down. Both get up, finish it. It ends on points. Yeah, then it's a good fight. It's like, a good fight. Yeah, That's I'm what I'm saying. About, so I'm talking about a knockout loss. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But like, um, I just wanted to make a point before we just leave the Joyce and Takam situation is that one thing I think might be a good shout to come back is bringing back a standing eight count. Talk to me. Because like, I'm starting to look at premature stoppages and I've seen them as like a really big inconvenience. Like a fight is good. A fight is developing some character and, you know, he takes a moment where he's like, he's maybe off balance trying to find himself. Yeah. Takes a few shots in a row, fight's over. I'm like, in those moments... A good standing, standing eight count where you say, you know what? All right, cool. Count to eight. Regain yourself. That's obviously going to be ruled as a knockdown. Yeah. But regain yourself. Let's go again. Because there's more. Sometimes I feel like there's more breath in fights. And when they stop it, it's just that deflated feeling of like, oh, come on, man. Yeah, yeah. It's too, yeah. You know what I mean? Just because I know what it is. When a fighter doesn't go down, he's just taking shots, taking shots, taking shots. And they go, ah, oh, no, no, wrap it up. If you give a man a standing eight, regain yourself. And it's happened again. Call it. I like to hear you know um, Eddie Helm was talking about wanting to hear from the referees yeah and that's what I'm here for if in a post fight and you hear from the ref and he says you know what I was looking at things I was asking him to throw I was asking I was he weren't responding to me when I was calling to him as a fighter Um, he didn't look I could protect himself this is why I stepped in that would be great if we get a 30 second or I don't know or he gets two questions you know when when they go to the fighter afterwards talk us through what's happening right here yeah. There you see it. Left to the body. Overhand right. Good night. Like they start doing yeah, all yeah, that. Yeah. Let the referee do that. Yeah. All right. Here you go. I've signaled to him. I want to see something. I've signaled again. He's not showing me anything. Bro, yeah. I want that breakdown. That'd be wicked. Because then that'd you, be good. He gets to justify himself. Or even what they do now with um with football and they got the VAR thing where it's like there's a there's an ex ref that speaks on the behalf of the ref. He says, oh, I believe this situation was this and this is why he's come to that decision. Wait, what are you saying? What, in between rounds? Not in between oh, rounds. At, the end, the, fight. at the end of the fight. So he that. says, I believe this was this. Go this to is why VAR in a boxing no, match. No, going to VAR crazy. is mad. <laughs> That's so, it. Was that, it's like, oh, it hit me low. Stop the fight. 
<laughs> you know, it's time, just the below the belt time. line. <laughs> the recovery time. It's just below the belt line and one point deduction. <laughs> no, yeah, no. So I, I believe that just at the end of the fight, if because you might not get the um, referees right, and yeah. as as Charles famously told us, they're the first, they're the ones to buy. You know, <laughs> say again, it it does. If you if the referees do have to speak, it changes the game. The way now we kind of keep it moving, or and I love to hear from the judges as well. Nah, when nah, we nah, hear, nah, nah. I don't want that much transparency. The judges they can stay kind of anonymous. I don't want judges. If to you become, hear a mad, if you no, hear a mad I, scorecard, I don't want judges to start becoming known. Like judges are now like, oh, he's the famous judge, that celebrity judge. Yeah, like get that. I'm not interested in that developing. But then, don't you want to sometimes hear why have you done that though? One fifteen. Why have you? Why have you done it in madness? No, nah, because that's too much time to break down. That's too much round. Too many rounds to break down. At the end of the fight, in break the it down. Round, I felt like he did too. What, in the, what standing there in the ring at the end of the fight? Not in that's the ring, bro. With the zone, fam. fam. The broadcast time has got to end. The zone, bro. We watch on the app, fam. <laughs> Yeah, bro. <laughs> let the referee referees moment, bro. When the refs just chat and then rest in the corner, people chat. I would watch that, especially yeah. if it was a fight where I feel rah, robbery. That's too much. We're giving away content. The zone, contact us. Hey, check this out. Um, Benjamin Whitaker, Olympics. Is Come on, let's go. So I've been watching Olympic boxing, bro. I stayed up till I was up at five for some reason. Like you know those nights where it's like yeah. you just wake up early. Yeah. And I was just like, oh snap, wait a minute, Olympics because the Tokyo time is all yeah. off. I stayed up till like six thirty watching. I watched Ben Whitaker fight this um, this Colombian guy. Good performance, man. I'm really excited for his his next. You know what I mean the next he, few fights in the competition and the confidence in the young kid, Ben Whitaker. Like there's boxing, there's space in boxing for this character. You know, again, your type of fighter, very elusive, That's my guy, man. very skilled. Trust you me. know, I I'm not gonna lie. You know me, I like the man them that will be on the inside mixing box. up phone box. Nah, That's me. I like but, fighters with good movement, good reflexes, yeah. good power. Like just all that package is just like okay, this is my bag, bro. Do you reckon he can go on and do the gold medal thing? Do you reckon he could? I see it. He can I go see it. Away? I do. I do. Especially someone that's elusive like that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It works well for this the the amateur game, and it translates the skill set translates nicely to the pro game. Yes. So a man can move. Do you know what I mean? I'm I'm a re I'm really a fan of this guy already. Do you know what I mean? Well, like, we had him we had him on the red corner, you know, and I think he speaks a good game. That mm -hmm. was the that was the main thing. You can you can hear the confidence, you can feel it, yeah. and even just the, his his energy. Because I've been I've been following just his on Instagram. And just how his like how he's just acting out there and how he's moving. You're like, you know what? Yeah, this works. He's this, got star potential. This works. That's the word. That's the word. He has star potential. You look yeah. at it and say, hey, that's a star. Trust me. That's a star. Like, I mean, it'll be just interesting to see where he goes, who he decides to sign with. You know, like, does he go the BT Sport route? Does he go the BT? I mean, does he go I the Sky route? I see he's got a relationship with AJ. I see 258 management knocking on that door immediately, bro. And I and I want to see that. Is that what you want to see? That's the link. I kind of wouldn't AJ mind that. AJ got the blueprint. He walked, he's walked it. He can do it. He can recreate it. Look at what 258 management is doing for Watsi and all these guys, bro. I don't know. Even, That's the, nah, I'll be honest. I don't know. I don't know. Not like Fam, I, I would like I something different. I would like something different. I would like management got the blueprint. Look at a if you need another example. A another one. Actually, Akoli too. If you ever see what Eddie pays me, yeah. you know I've been winning. Lately. I'm done, winning. Wait, wait. A done a lot of work. Of course Akoli, he has. When I when I look at that, I because you look at let's look at Boatsy and Akoli just quickly. Yeah, 
you Watsi, can see what works against Watsi is the inactivity yeah. and also the fact that he's got like a super humble demeanor. Yeah. And sometimes the super humble thing it kinda it can work but against Ben's you. not like that. Ben is ben not is Ben not, is Ben is not giving me Ben's humility. Giving us bars, bro. Yeah, yeah, he's not doing mad humility <laughs> he's like doing music video, yeah. showboating in the fight. Yeah. Everything about this guy's brand is like, okay, cool. I see this guy at the okay, top. T- wait on and Unless when we look at Coley, we've just had oh he's, he's involved. Up, but he's he's, he's, he's nice now. So he, I would I I put a lot of down what he's done down to just how he moves and how he operates but outside also the, of the ring. It's also the improvement in the ring. Yes. So like, man, have to realize, regardless of all the other stuff that happens, you see this thing right here. Yeah. That's the car that keeps this whole thing moving forward. Yes. And yeah. I like the yeah. fact that Akoli's he's 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 not like second guessing any part of this. Yeah. He does a lot of other stuff, but the boxing is getting better and better and better and better. I agree. And it's I just, agree. Like, it's amazing. To but watch. then that thing, that star quality, it's like again, we're excited. We're excited. Connor Ben, mm. star quality. Oh yeah. Do you know what I mean? He's gone crushed again, crushing in the gym. Just just imagine, I. And not take take the piss, yeah. I think Avenisium's a problem for Connor. Mm. Yeah. No one's talking about Avenisium. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Crush, Do you know what I mean? Crush crushing in the gym. Do you know what I'm saying? That's quality. I think that fight will come. No, nah, it's not It's even, not coming. No, nah, I think that fight will come. I think that fight will come. But yeah. I just don't think it may not like, in. You gotta remember, these men are doing the business stuff business thing as well as the boxing stuff. Yep. So the throwback approach is any man who says my name, let's go. Yeah, the business side is nah. We got a plan here. There we go. He's not a part of the plan. If we don't need to fight him, we won't fight him. And I prom- they won't fight. And it's not even one of the things where it's like I'm for or against it. I'm just acknowledging boxing today. Yeah, they look. I'm saying to you now, yeah, they are not fighting. There's gonna be the next the next Conor Ben fight is gonna be a ridiculous fight when he's one of one of the legends, one of the greats. You know what he was doing the other time? He said, "Ah, oh, wouldn't mind a Khan, Kell Brook." You're gonna hear that. Like at the end of the fight. Don't be surprised if you hear something like that. Mm-hmm. They'll be pushing people like, "What about Porter?" He'll he'll skirt around it again, yeah. But yeah. those that's the next. We're not going in there with it because the stock is too high. Again, um, high risk, low reward. Do you know what I'm saying? So now it's like Avenisim is a tricky customer. Do you know what I mean? Boy, we'll see, man. We'll see. Go on, um, me. What do you think about Billy Joe being so quiet? Like he's literally on the pin drop thing. This church mouse, bro. This guy has done the most, bro. You see when he come out with the apron with the with the things on the yeah, front. Yeah, 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 bro, yeah. This guy is never this quiet. Even if he doesn't get up to madness on the street chatting to strangers yeah. and making them do foolishness. Yeah, he's pin drop silence. It again. There, there will be a rebrand. Do you, you know what I anyone this, is? this quiet is a, a rebrand is coming? Go to what do you think it is? Humbling. When you get humbled like that, yeah. It changes your spirit, bro. You cannot move the same after those experiences. Remember that time you was, you know, you growing up, you was a Larry boy in school, and then one day that kid just banged you in the mouth, and it was just like, ah, I'm gonna fight back. But at the same time, there's a part of me that doesn't know if I'm gonna win this fight. You go into the scrap, and you lose. It changes your approach to how you're gonna approach the rest of the beefs that you experience in your life. I don't know if you've experienced it. I've experienced it, fam. I don't think Billy Joe Saunders feels this way. I promise you. I don't someone, get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. someone does that to your face, humility, humility cannot feel the same to you. You could, wait, let me, let me deep this now. Go on. If you put out your message about being banged, yeah, on Facebook to tell the masses, something's already wrong in it with the thoughts that you've made because that's not the medium that you've been getting to. 
to put this. <laughs> Let's see, because usually the medium that he's been using, Instagram, we, we Insta Live. I dropped the release on my on my. He on, dropped on, it on, on Facebook. My SoundCloud. <laughs> the SoundCloud that no one knows I have. <laughs> so there's that. There's. It's mad because you could be onto something in terms of he has been missing. You could be into something in the journey that how he walked into the ring with the tune, you know, it's by himself. There was a lot of, there was a lot of movement. The stuff he's never done before. You could be right though with the way he approached and the way he spoke to Canelo at the, at just even before like weigh in. He didn't, I swear he didn't, he didn't turn up. Did what? he? No, that's right. The weigh in and all that other stuff. He just played a lot of games. He did so much before this fight to try and get in Canelo's head. Got smoked, bro. And then Canelo became the new, Canelo almost became a new guy after that. As you said, press the button. Payday, payday. You want payday? I, I know that. that. It's different. So it's it's true. Someone won. He's taken his spirit. A he's taken. He's taken a he lot said, from him. He said, "You took a lot. Now yeah. I've beaten you. I take your soul like I'm one of the like I'm like I'm what Thanos." Yeah. I've taken the trash talking stone <laughs> and all of a sudden it's payday. Get the fuck out of here, man. Bro, the guy turned into flipping um, Tony Montana. Mexican Tony Montana. <laughs> no, man you beat you up and took your skill. Now he can't talk for himself. And your dad got moved to you by security. Bro. It's a mess. He's the whole thing was a when mess. He, when he dropped a statement, he said, I'm going to talk to my dad about it if I'm going to keep going. Now I'm telling you, humility has been introduced. To but when humility gets introduced, you come back and you you get you give them humble vibes. So you'll have your little say on other I'll things. Another example of humility, David Hay. Do you remember how much trash talk this guy was giving up? This guy had t-shirts with Klitschko's head severed on the on the thing. This is how he was moving, bro. Yeah, he now was he's on smoke satin of everyone. Suits. Now he's on some. The satin when men suit start jacket. giving it up to him, and he's just like, "Oh, I, I'd knock you out," and he's just like, "Yeah," like. He, Humility, bro, and that's my guy. Love David Hay, but, but then the visibility thing's a problem for me. I do. Do you believe he's in the gym, no. going hard? No, no, I don't. I don't think Billy Joe Saunders is going back to that level. He's doing one more thing, whatever that is, and then he's retiring. It's crazy because he has to wait for. He'd have to wait for a, his rival. His rival is is Chris Eubank Jr. He can't add a, currently. He just has to be quiet. He can't really speak, can't say nothing. But that's the because you you think about it, if you say he's got one more move in him, yeah, and that, what's that? One more payday? Would one you more say? Fight. Yeah, one more one fight. One more fight. That's the only fight that I think it will capture the world, it, regardless of whatever happened with Canelo. And that's also, the one fight I would say would be like, yeah, because there's a there's enough needle in it. There's a he he was laughing. I think um Chris Eubank was yeah. laughing in the house. He bet the money, sent it, gave it to NHS. It makes sense. Yeah. That's it. And and also, ah, oh, flip sake, I think I've lost my point even. You're talking about him being humble and him getting away and he's only got one more, he's got one more fight in him. Um, yeah, no, I think it's gone. But like, when I look at the Billy Joe like, situation, like he's obviously split with Mark Tibbs. I saw Mark Tibbs in an interview and he was just like, you know, will you be in the corner for him again? He was like, nah. Like, bro, like the, you could tell there's a big breakdown for how the fight was handled afterwards. Like with the talking to the media and yes. the accounts. Like, because even when he's just like, he goes, oh, you know, when you experienced it, like, what was it like? You know, will you miss that? And he goes, you know, it was a job. Yeah. When a man takes the emotions out of it completely in the explanation, yeah. he goes, it was a job at the end of the day. Met a lot of good people out there. You know what I mean? And da, da, da. And yeah, it was nice. It's like, boom, it was very cold. I kind of feel for Mark, you know, because his stocks as a, his stocks 
un, un, is taking an unfortunate drop in a way that it shouldn't. You know, like yeah. he's been put into certain situations. You say the good, he done a lot of work. As we said, um, Dylan has a kickboxing pedigree. Then he did turn Dylan into a better fighter after he got involved. Each fight, you could see yeah. improvement, improvement, improvement. Mm. Dylan now says he's getting Xavier out. Nothing was explained about it. It just kind of happened. He was blindsided by it. Yeah. Then after now, he, the next thing that he steps on, which is on the main stage, is Canelo. Was Ben Davidson there? there was there too? He in was the, in the corner as well. He's in the corner yeah. as well. Do you as, know what I mean? As a weird As addition. a random yeah. person there. Do you know what I mean? And then after, he got like, Ben didn't help because they all tried to kind of blame. They all blamed him. So in a sense, he's had these unfortunate moments I don't think it's been like I think his Mark fault. Tibbs, I think Mark Tibbs is a great trainer. I think he's the type of trainer that, you know, every fighter needs to have at some stage of their career, whether you're amateur, junior, like whatever stage, you need someone who is a straight talker yeah. to the fighter. Like someone who is like, I'm going to teach you the correct way of how to do this. Yeah. Put your flavorings on it if you want, but I've given you the core that you need. Like you can tell he's a straight down the line type of trainer. And I, I like his energy. I'm surprised that Billy Joe, like... That much movement, though, you know, when you go into a fight like that with a fight against Canelo and you say like, and there's no, because I feel like you do need a relationship with your trainer. You do need to feel some level of closeness. And he said, when he's going to say, it's just a job, I was out there. No, when he says that, that's because of what happened afterwards. I think what's happening, obviously, they've severed ties as the, as the relationship now. Yeah. So when he's like trying to get him down to talk about, you know, what was the experience like? And da, 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 a fighter with a good relationship with his trainer still is going to be like, yeah, man, it was nice. You know what I mean? We were up there and really going for it. And the, he, yeah, it was a job. Yeah. Like, but I don't yeah, care. I'm talking about coming through the people. ranks. They even come through the ranks together. They haven't always nah, been. No, that relationship is not saying it's, That's it. That's he's it. not done a Dillian carry up thing yeah. with Billy Joe. So he's just like, it's a job. Like, I ain't gonna pretend like these guys are my guys. Like it's all it's also gone pear shaped since then because everyone's got a different version of what how to think the fight. But let, let's do the journey now because you got to say to yourself: we look at Tyson Fury and how he's managed his relationships with his trainers and stuff. I'm talking about being on the prefaces of a major night for yourself. You're fighting Canelo. You got someone that you kind of don't really know, and then after you got. Even the same with Fury. Fury's made chop and change, chop and change. The next voice, we're bringing another voice in now for this next fight is what, Roach? Well, no, uh, it's not guaranteed that Sugar Hill's leaving, but bringing in Roach is something that he wants to do. So it might just be another voice in the corner. Okay. Mm. But, but then he, was, he was also in for the first Wilder fight. But then we saw that my thing is, even in that, even when we had, because Ben Davison came in and was there, supposed to be helping, just another voice. Not to be the main trainer is the one that speaks when it's getting when it's getting nuts. We saw more than one voice in that corner at that time because these guys don't work together. Mm. And even the even when we saw the first um, the first fight with um, and Freddie was was he in the, was he part of Fury Wilder one? Yeah, that's what was, yeah, he was there. Fury Wilder one, and he was talking. He was talking more than he needed to be talking. To my Freddie Roach. Yeah, yeah. Freddie Roach kind of threw Ben Davison under the bus. There you go, Fury. He, like, he goes, I think he should have gone in for the kill, and he was very much like, no, stay on the outside. You see, what I'm saying. So sometimes it's almost you got different fighters, they different trainers but that's, but that's why don't. Mark was upset. There you go. It's like this is a crucial moment. I just want to speak to my fighter, and you're there in his ear doing he, the most. He wasn't happy with the whole process, but. I give people credit when they can say how they feel. Like when he's just like, I didn't like that. Da, 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 da. This was a moment in there. I didn't enjoy it. Like he's left it and he's quite cold from it now. He's like, it was a job and I'm done with that now. Like that's the energy I get from Mark. 
but if the the, the one thing you know because we're, we're just in speculation gang at the moment if there was real humility and he's changed his ways i don't think um he would I don't sound think humili- like that. i don't think humility necessarily means you go back to the people who are involved as well i just think humility could be why you might keep your mouth shut for a change okay you see what i'm saying yeah I'm, like, I, I understand that's what i mean like that that energy that was there has been contained it's really contained um shout so, out saunas though yeah no hope he, you know what i mean hope he makes a comeback um so this is something i want to ask right do you think tyson fury has lost to people because uh, something weird is happening right now right and yeah. i've never seen this in the fury fan base yeah i commented on uh you know me I, i'm always starting trouble Trolling. with the boxing debates something said like trolling no, i won't trolling i don't i don't troll i trolls chat crap yeah i won't chat crap so they said something about Tyson Fury being like he was trying to throw Lewis Hamilton under the bus. He's like, the whole COVID thing's nothing to do with me. You know, I'm not one of these people that has all these hangers on and all this other stuff. I live in this country and you know I pay my taxes here, not like Lewis Hamilton. I'm thinking to myself, look at this slippery guy trying to yeah. deflect the conversation entirely. Yeah. So I got into the comments and I was like, this guy doesn't even fight here. Like, I don't understand why he's going on like he's fully yeah. the, the British boy. Like, bro, you don't fight here. You know, man, we're talking about you fighting here. You just like, yeah, I'm, I'm tired of doing small shows. I want to fight in, in Las Vegas as if Wembley's a small show. Yeah. Like, the disrespect was just outrageous. So I looked at that and I was just like, let me just address some of these things here. Yeah. Expecting the comeback. Bro, all these people in, in the mentions responding to me. I'm a Fury fan, but mate. I can't defend the guy no more. I'm a Fury fan, but yeah, it's true. At the end of the day, where, why is the fight's not happened yet? I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. Fury yeah. fans yeah. have changed. No, Fury fans are livid because it's been the... Defending Fury, I think, has been probably one of the most difficult things to do now. Do you know, like, I've, I've been a Fury fan for the longest. Yeah. I'm talking Fury when he used to wear the oversized New Era hats. <laughs> yeah. And he was just like, just doing, he looked like, he looked like a rapper. He looked like a rapper that's not good at rap. Blazing Squad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looked like one of them dons. And, but I just love the way he spoke. I love the way there was no was like- Unfiltered was energy. Unfiltered energy. Just, and you could tell, you could see the community that was coming from. You could see that, you could get that feeling of, You've been marginalized. You've been, you've had it hard. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I felt a, a natural connection towards Fury from from that. Yeah. Now, what he's made weird decisions along the way. Yeah. Weird decisions. Even the, um, obviously, all the fights in America. Cool. That's that's fine. But I think Fury's always wanted to be loved. Yes. And 100%. wanted to be accepted. Yeah. You know, and the, that moment. He made he made mistakes. You see, when he now like obviously he said some stuff, some disparaging stuff about the LGBT, you know what I mean, community TQI. Make sure I say it get it right. Um, he's made some claims about that, and I think he lost. Remember, he wanted to win the BBC's pers- personality. That hurt him. That he he beat Klitschko. Yeah, and he's like, you lot should love me now. You still don't love me. Yeah. You love this guy. You love Femi. <laughs> you know what I mean? Anthony Joshua. You love him. This makes no sense to me. Like, and remember when Charles is talking about, there is that thing about being the the white heavyweight. Yeah. So I imagine with the note, with everything that isn't said about, you know, the white heavyweight being such a token, like the value of it, like he must- I'm not seeing it. He He's now thinking, well, I'm it. And I'm not getting the love. So then I reckon what that does to you, then it, it poisons you. 
Like yeah. when you see the villains in the movies and you get down to their story, you see that phantom in the basement and all, all he just wants is to be loved. Yeah. And he goes back to the picture when he was good looking and all of a sudden he did something mad to try and blow up everyone and mess up his face and now he's underground. Like yeah. the story starts with my search for love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when yeah. you look at Fury, you see, you can see the pinpoints of when this happened. So now you've become a dude who might just be like, I, I secretly don't care about anyone. Yeah. So literally all I'm doing is twanging whoever I can twang or whoever's going to listen to me and yes. I'm going to say whatever it takes to get me to feel the way I want to feel. And then when you move it on is you get to a point where it's like, well, what do you stand for now, Fury? Because I've been watching you, I've been listening to you and you've said, you said one thing and I've been on, I've been down for the ride. Like everything you said, you said that I'm a gypsy, I'll take any fight, bare knuckle, you know, all that, that talk. And any man born from his mom, you any both, day of the week, twice on a Sunday. There you go. You, you jump into that talk and you're like, and you know, he backs it, you know, before yeah. he would back it. And you talk about who can move like me. Well, no one can move like you, Fury. Mm. You're actually the, one of the most elusive, one of the most skilled fighters for your size. For your size, in in how I, I see, I mean, I don't know if we want to get into this the debate. That's how I see it. Some yeah. stuff is definitely overrated. Like being able to move good for your size doesn't mean that your movement is that great. Okay, I get, but I'm saying I that I think sometimes we we but then we just overrate. Say we haven't we in, don't in conversations like these, stuff like this. Yeah, we don't usually yeah in conversations like these. I think we overrate certain qualities. Like but the, I'm just the saying herky, that thing, the, the herky jerky thing. Well, have you believing he's doing Mayweather in the heavyweight division? No, not Mayweather. But I'm saying <laughs> that um, you know when we talk about that thing, we talk about that that point about Wilder, and we say we've always argued to beat Wilder, you got to be perfect for twelve rounds. Yeah. That was the closest. I'm talking about the first fight. That's the closest to perfect you can be that I've seen anyone fight against Wardock with someone that is that dangerous. So we can say, main thing is you are elusive and stuff. That's something that you have with that on your side that no matter what, it, cuss him, say whatever about I'll, his personality. I'll let, I'll let you get it off just to move the conversation. That is there. Yeah. But now it's like you move forward and you say, but you don't defend. You don't defend you don't, your title. You don't defend the belt. You don't defend your belt. The record okay. is too, it's too up and down with levels. You walk the the walk away is a bit weird. The um, you'll do some stuff that is it's a bit of a renegade. You know, you'll go and do WWE, okay? But it's like if you're doing WWE and still mashing your work, as you said, a Coley is doing all this other stuff, but the main that he doesn't mess around with is fighting. And the thing with Fury is the main because all the fans, fight fans are. We can be simple. We'll say to ourselves, "Well, let's does he fight? That's all. That's what we want to know. Yeah, does he fight? And all these fight fans are saying, "I can't defend this no more because mm. he again, as he said, he's taking away the biggest fight that we've all wanted to see, and it's left a really bitter taste in the public's mouth. Like uh, it's it's one of them things where it's like now you literally, I don't see how anybody can fault AJ in any of this. You can't. You because can't. Even though COVID is the reason, most people don't believe he had COVID. Nope. Like the fact you were out in the public mingling, the fact you didn't release a statement, the not releasing a statement is a much bigger deal than people like probably yeah. think. Because it says that I'm I don't value you enough to tell you guys first. I don't value you enough to give you guys my account of what just happened here. Yeah, yeah. I'm buying a Ferrari and you spot me. And I'm just doing my thing and I'm chilling. Do you know what that's like? That's like you arrange to date a girl and Tuesday evening is here and you don't chat to her all day. Yeah. And the evening comes and you just ghost. Ghost. This is Tuesday evening. Thursday comes now. And you're like, you know what? Tuesday was mad for me still. 
That's what? It. You think you're you think you're getting a positive response? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't it's even wrong. have the, re- the you didn't respect the situation enough to take on the on the day. So when Fury the fight is off, we've heard that from the the whatever announcer. Four or five days go by, I'm the last guy in the world to blame. Yeah, shut up, man. Do you know what's funny though? I don't know when I look at the Fury brand. I don't know what who he is now, because is he the nice guy? The Versace shirts with the open button down. No, but well, there, you, there you go. No, because remember, he almost, he showed us he was the nice guy that he was almost, when we had the Black Lives Matter moment, he came out and he was like, I love everyone. Like, everyone should stop being silly. I don't see color. Yeah. And he became that guy. Then remember, we've had the charity theory. We've had the, I give all my money to charity. I'm not really about I'm, that ball in life. But now you're doing big chains and Versace shirt. He said, so, I've made enough money was the statement. There you go. Like I gave some of my trainers when they couldn't. And then I I, dropped, I walked home or some, something. Now we're seeing the lamb. Like, so what's hard is we can't place where your brand is almost. It's like, are you money made? Are you, where are you? Like, what? He's, what is he's, the... He's money made. So he's trying to be money made Muhammad Ali <laughs> and the mental health ambassador. And wait, all just, in the same body of work. Now that's and it's just confusing. I think it it's not confusing. it's not clear because that's, that's what the line is. It is not clear what you are standing for. Because if you do care, if you're cause then he say, remember the people's champ. You know but, this argument about the people's champ. But you know what? One it, second, let me get this off. On. So this argument about the people's champ, yeah. And he be- tried to become the man of the people, but the fight's cancelled. You don't talk to the people. All these people are coming to support you. You know what I mean? All these people bought tickets for you. If you're the people's champion, then talk to the damn people. Do you That's know what I mean? And, like and still, as a, as still, as a previous Fury fan, I would still rate him in the, in terms of his fighting ability. But as a previous Fury fan, I think it's, it's wrong that he hasn't spoken to us. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I think I think he's definitely lost the people. He doesn't respect the people enough to respond. But even some of the statements from before, I'm not going to fight in the UK. I'm not going to do this. I'm like, bro, where's your core fan base? Because if they're not buying tickets in America, which they yeah. clearly weren't, yeah, then who you want to have riding for you and traveling for you? Yeah, like Ricky Hatton's built up this audience over here where they were traveling because Anywhere. of the work. He, yeah, I mean the work yeah. and the personality he was at home. That's yeah. our Ricky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if people are walking around thinking, "Yeah, that's our Tyson Fury." Well, they were. I think again, he capitalized. He did capitalize. There was a moment, and you saw it. You saw what happened. Yeah, it was when when, when AJ spoke up on certain yeah, things. Yeah, and he and people kind of was just turned on him and became Fury fans overnight. Yes, yeah, it was like that. Um, I don't know if you've seen that Saturday Night Live when. They like when they finally realize Beyonce is black. I don't know if you've seen that. There's a funny sketch when they listen. Check it out, by the way. It's hilarious. Beyonce is black. It's brilliant. But then there's this moment where they realize and everyone they can't people can't deal with it. Yeah, mm. I believe in this moment when they saw AJ speak unfiltered, and a lot of people didn't know what to do, and those fans those fans needed somewhere to go. Mm. You know what I mean? And, and they picked a, them up. It was a frustrating situation to come across, especially if you understood what. AJ was trying to say. Yeah. And I say trying because the attempt and the execution can sometimes be on two different pages. Of course. And you start to see that and you start to see the reactions and the blow off by it. If you understand what's happening, it's quite a frustrating thing to watch. Yeah. What's even more frustrating was how Tyson Fury contributed to it by stirring it with his little kind of thing at the end. Yeah. And then you start to say to yourself, all right, so this is it's anarchy you want because these are conversations which are bigger than boxing. Yeah. And you're stirring it for your own personal gain yeah. in the midst of the wider society's conversations and the tension that's happening right now to spark that fire 
So you can stand in the middle of it and go, well, look at me. Come and stand next to me. And while, I thought that, while that, having some understanding of from being from a marginalized community yourself, even though it's not the same, it's not the same at all. Well, but while having yeah. an understanding, because he understands what be, they know what it's like going to a certain place where you're not allowed in. They mm. know what it's like to to have that. They they know that they're, they're not extremely accepted here. You know what I mean? They are, they're not. Do you know what I mean? That's that we've we've that's seen that why, energy, and that's why it left a bit of taste in my mouth as far as like Fantastic Fury is. But you know, some stuff for me is bigger than sport. It's bigger than what you do. It's bigger than all this other stuff. Yeah. And when you're stirring the fires and that kind of stuff, I just feel like, well, that kind of. But that destination to be loved, though, that that battle to be loved mm. is is key. And I think again, wanting to be loved and losing your lo- losing your way. Cause you want to be the people's champ, but you're giving me button down Versace buying um buying a new Lambo or whatever car, while you've let down the fans. Yeah, you know I mean it's a fascinating one as well, especially if you know your you know who you're talking to because the British crowd, the British public, not big on show offs. Yeah, so you know what I mean. So then there's that side as well that's confusing them because it's like you've got this guy who's done all these humble statements and gestures. Yeah, giving all my money to charity because I've made enough. Uh, I'm I'm just gonna chill out. I'm not flashy like AJ. I'm got no entourage, and then you're giving us Versace and Ferrari at the same time. The British crowd, we're not big on show offs yeah, over here. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. looking at that, and it's just like, not too sure about this. Big time fella. Charlie, that. Yeah, yeah, you big see time, what I'm saying. Yeah, Look Charlie. at Ricky Hatton, bro. You do not think that man is a multi-millionaire and he's rich. He's mad rich. That's what I'm saying. But it just keeps it. Yeah, it's, yeah. So there's a lot of levels as to why Fury, I think, has lost the people because I feel like at one point. He genuinely had a, a, a solid demographic, whereas now yeah. I think it's changing. Well, they can't. Someone you can't defend it. Indefendable, you know what I mean? Indefensible. Excuse me. Mm. Like that's the bottom line. If if he fought more, do you know what I mean? Like we've had, we've I've had more title defenses defending Fury than he's had title defenses, and that's 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 mad. That is crazy. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, bro, that's hilarious. We there both had the same amount of title defenses as Tyson Fury, and that is insane. And I think that brings us to a lovely end. <laughs> Guys, thank you for tuning in. If you've enjoyed the show, please like, subscribe, leave a comment, tell your friends. See you on Saturday. Share. See you on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, man. We'll see you on Saturday at the Connor Ben Watch Along. There you go. Yeah, man. All right, guys. Yeah. yeah. Peace. <laughs>